1: Orange and Blue Blood, hosted by E.J. Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it. New York. So the Knicks got crucial dub at MSG last night, defeating the Miami Heat. The Knicks survived some frigid shooting, a slew of first-half turnovers, and injury to Julius Randle to take a two-point lead into the halftime. Uh, half-time period, the Knicks went or then led by an absolute dazzling performance once again by Emmanuel Quickly, who led the team with 24 points. Quinn Grimes also had a big game. He had 23 in this one. He was the main uh, guy responsible for guarding Jimmy Butler. Did an outstanding job keep, job keeping him in check. The Knicks took over the game in the fourth quarter on the defensive end, holding Miami just 16 points in the period. Um, their defense, in part, sparked a 9-0 run midway through the fourth quarter, capped off by back-to-back breakaway dunks from Grimes and Josh Hart. That ended up kind of putting the Knicks ahead for good. Uh, Jalen Brunson, who had been out, Many games, or at least the last few games, uh, out of the Knicks lineup, he returned in this game, scored 12 points in 30 minutes, but did not close this game. Coach Tom Thibodeau elected to stick with the lineup that was playing well. That lineup included IQ, Grimes, Hart, RJ Barrett, and Isaiah Hartenstein. The group would secure a win for the Knicks 101 92. Knicks now enter Thursday, four games ahead of Miami, who had the first playing spot, the last. Uh, spot, you know, outside of the playoffs, as they sit as the seventh seed currently. Knicks also secured the tiebreaker over Miami, meaning they won the season series 3-1. So, Tommy, how did the Knicks do it?
0: You know, let's, let's start first and foremost with defense. Uh, I think that's the, the, the story of the game for the Knicks. Um, We know what happened last Wednesday. Uh, Miami scores 127 points, shoot 57% from the floor over 50% from downtown. Um, And last night, uh, Miami scores 92 points, shoots 44 percent from the floor, 33 percent from behind the arc. You know, sometimes it's as simplistic as yes, this game, you know, was a make or miss league, um, and the Knicks forced the Heat to miss a lot of shots yesterday. Just played well defensively, um, and then the other, you know, the the other, you know, major takeaway was end of the third quarter, scores 76, 76. Brunson's uh, uh, Randall's already ruled out with that nasty ankle sprain. We'll talk about uh, yep. Brunson's clearly not a hundred percent Was a little bit rusty, um, you know, just, you know, as he, as he kind of works his way back into game shape, um, you know, just hasn't had that consistency. Um, Knicks start the quarter, as you mentioned with uh, IQ, Grimes, Barrett, Hart and and Hartenstein. In, I, I looked it up this morning fast. It, it, amazingly those five guys hadn't been on the floor together. Just, you know, the, that five-man unit hadn't played a second prior to stepping on the floor um, to start the, the, the fourth quarter last night. Those guys remain in the game the entire fourth quarter, outscore the Heat by 11, um, sparked by a 9-0 run middle of the quarter, um, multiple, you know, donks off fast breaks. I-Heart, um, you know, defended the rim, Hartenstein getting past in passing lanes. Yeah. IQ knocking down big shots, Grimes playing incredibly well uh, for the fourth straight game, Um, you know, really taking his game to the next level. Um, You know, so often we've talked in these post-game pods um, the day after a a victory, um, you know, Randall stepped up and and scored, you know, 37 and and 12, you know, 12 rebounds, five assists. Brunson had a 40-piece um, and then there's IQ chips in has a big game here and there. Grimes has a great fourth quarter. Mitchell Robinson blocks four shots. I heart and, and Hart come off the bench and spark a victory. And that's what this game was about. It was about the team um, leading scores, 24 points, low scoring game. Um, they did just enough to get the victory. And in the fourth quarter, it was about guts, determination, talent, effort. And that's what the Knicks had more of than the heat um, sparked by these five guys um IQ 25th overall pick Grimes 25th overall pick uh Hart 30th overall pick uh Hartenstein uh, 47 42nd overall pick I think Mm. in the 17th draft and RJ Barrett a top pick Coming off a terrible first half, it was awful right. in, the, in the first two. Absolutely, quarters. O, o foray from the floor, um, but yet as we've seen from him, time and time and time again, he puts it in his rearview mirror. He said he changed the shoes at halftime to kind of change the mojo. Um, <laughs> comes out and scores 11 points uh, in, in the second half, and they ne- and without Brunson and Randall, they needed that 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 timely offense, and they got it from Barrett. Last point I'll make, um, just as far as that kind of final quarter, credit to Tibbs. For leaving those guys in the yep. in, in on the floor together. Um, interestingly, he had Brunson about to check in about midway through that quarter. Saw how well the team was playing defensively. Saw the the progress they were making. Yanked uh, Brunson back to the bench. Brunson, of course, being the consummate professional, the first guy standing. The first guy clapping. Said all the things after the game. Um, this is just a really easy team to root for. Um, so many guys that you know that 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 whose whose uh, effort and production exceed their maybe exceed their talent level as Evidenced by the fact that they slipped into the late first or the second round. Um, they cheer for each other. They root for each other. Um, there's a lot to like there. Um, and I thought this game, because um, it wasn't ugly. This was a. It wasn't pretty. Rather, this was a yeah. kind of sloppy, sluggish game. Um, the Heat did not play well. Um, they should, you know, this is a terrible season for, for Miami considering the expectations. Um, but, uh, that's a story for another day. As far as the, the Knicks are concerned, um, made a little more sweet to kind of, um, Pat Riley and, and Butler and, and Spohen those guys for, for them to kind of, uh, put their foot on their neck of the heat and kind of prevent them from from advancing to that most likely advancing uh, into the playoffs and having to fight their way out of play-in tournament um, and a little extra. Um, but yeah, great win for the Knicks, great win for the franchise, great win for the fans and um, what has been a, a certainly exciting um, season.
1: Absolutely has been an exciting season and you mentioned it Tommy the defense in this one was a difference maker because I thought in a, a particularly a first quarter that was so rugged and so one of the I think that might have been the worst first quarter offensively the Knicks have played the amount of turnovers the amount of missed layups. Um, if it wasn't Quentin Grimes, they would have been down. They oh, I don't for, know how oh, you, they oh, oh
0: for six from the free throw line. Free throws,
1: yes, couldn't make a free throw. I, I actually I don't know if you even looked it up. I, I tweeted I was like, has the team ever started a game oh for six from the free throw line? Like maybe there was a game with Shaq I guess got fouled, <laughs> right, right. maybe or Will Chamberlain, but oh for six to start. And these were good free throw shoes. It was like Mitch went to the line six right. I don't know if he shot a free throw. I knew. Yeah. So um. So it was it was a really rough start, but they kind of kept kept themselves in the game because their defense started the game strong first when they got out to 8 over run to begin with. And their defense really held serve for the entire game and then really kind of closed the show in the fourth quarter. And it's crazy how that closing line that we got happened essentially by accident, because if Randall doesn't get hurt, Owe doesn't play that long stretch of the entire third quarter and Tibbs now trying to mix and match what he was going to do. I was wondering if Sims may come on cold or what how he would work that. But he decided, let's just play, uh, you know, I guess the rest of the way with eight men, essentially. And just, just let's try to play hard at the forward. Something that he has talked about. It's something that he he had mentioned It's something that he he thought he could maybe do. We had not really seen it much this season yet. But here was a, a, a prime example to do that because the Heat oftentimes play Jimmy Butler at the four. They play smaller lineup. So this was a perfect team to, to run this up against. And I got to be honest, like this is a line that they probably have to look at as something that they can use in the playoffs because it is probably their best defensive lineup. I mean, when you consider you get Brunson off the floor, Reno Randall's defense can be spotty at times, and it's one of their quickest lineups, you know, quickly and Grimes as a backcourt defensively. Now you got RJ, who's playing much better defense. I think he needs to get more credit for the defense. even playing late. And then of course, Josh Hart is a dog and, then, you know, in Harden sign, he was phenomenal in this game. Uh, He had two steals. He had a block in this one. Again, the the stat line won't always suggest kind of his impact, but I mean, he made some key plays during that nine O stretch defensively that helped the Knicks put the heat away. So that's a line that they got to explore. Like that's not something that that typically, all right, you know, we'll have him one game and throw that away. They're going to have to get back to that. And, you know, the play of Emmanuel quickly is, it continues to just be, uh, you know, a revelation, you know, he really is uh tracking to be um, an impact borderline star player in this league like there's the, how many games have we've seen where the Knicks are playing you know quote-unquote good competition and I think the Heat are a talented team that team that's underachieving obviously and quickly they will dominate games I mean these he's playing not playing against guys who are you know you know we ain't saw the rocket game 40 points okay it's so the Rockets maybe you don't care about that as much but there have been other games against really good teams where Emmanuel quickly is out there. He's the best player on the floor last night in a game where Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler are playing in the game. Emmanuel quickly, again, still best player on the floor. A guy who they couldn't guard. He made some free throws. He would have had 30 last night. So uh, another great performance with Emmanuel quickly. And, and I do think that um, Grimes, I hope he doesn't get lost in the shuffle because I agree Emmanuel quickly is playing because uh, Quinn Grimes, his emergence over this last week or so, because remember, even during that losing streak, he was playing really well. He was like the only guy playing well, really. So his emergence and, and how he's kind of been able to break through the kind of maybe sophomore wall here, where maybe those minutes kind of got to him and now he's kind of refreshed and he's ready to go. If this is the guy they're going to get from in terms of his production, the Knicks become a very dangerous team because you know you got from Brunson and Randall. Now you have Grimes and IQ playing at this level. You gotta be really excited about what Knicks can do in the playoffs potentially. Uh, Emmanuel
0: quickly best player on the floor last night. Monday yeah. night, Emmanuel quickly best player on the floor last night uh, in the Rockets game. But game before Orlando, uh, Knicks lost, but Emmanuel quickly was the best player in the floor yeah. on, on the floor. Last three games and uh, during that three game stretch, twenty nine point seven points per game, six point seven dimes. Two steals, three made three pointers while shooting over fifty nine percent from the floor and over forty seven percent from downtown. Um, those are remarkable numbers. The game, uh, the the overtime uh, slugfest marathon game in Boston, yeah. where Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown were on the, were in the game, as we talked about, Ike Manuel quickly best player on the floor. Um, you know, it's 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 become now where where what is this guy ceiling? You know, right? Um, a lot of talk about the Knicks need a third star. I don't think IQ is that you know is the, is the type of guy you 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 know. I don't know if he has all NBA ceiling, um, but uh, at this point, the way he's played over this you know this, this season at large, um, I think the last three games have locked up six man of the year. I think it's almost a foregone conclusion at this point. Um, yeah. With as well as the as well as he's played as efficient as he's been, the Knicks. Locking up uh, at least the sixth seed, most likely a fifth seed. Um, all these factors, um, I'd be shocked if IQ didn't win six man of the year right now. Um, and uh, if, you know, for a 23 year old player to win the, to be the best six man in the NBA mm-hmm. says quite a lot. Those guys are, are, are few and far between. So um, it really changes kind of the, the future dynamic. And, yes, um, really good point about uh, Quinn Grimes. Um, four straight games now where he's 15-plus points during this four-game stretch. He's averaging 21 points. And he's also doing the other things that it's not just scoring the ball. You know, he's not a, a right. guy that's going to – you know, he's not Duncan Robinson who's going to stand in the corner and make threes. Um, during this four-game stretch, 21 points, six rebounds, 4.3 assists, 1.5 steals, five made trays. He's 23-pointers uh, in the next last four games, shooting 53.6% from the floor, 51.3% from downtown. Um, you can't say enough about, uh, obviously, not only his offensive and not only is he contributing, he's doing so efficiently. His defense last night on Jimmy Butler was was a primary reason why the next one. Outstanding. Game the yeah. combination of Hart and Grimes putting Butler and Clamps um, you know, change that change the game. Butler had two points in the fourth quarter. Finishes the game with twelve points, um, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that he was constantly had either Grimes or Hart. Uh, basically, for the for every second he was on the floor, those guys were in his shirt. Um, cut the head off the snake, and the Heat had no chance. Um, relying on yeah. Kevin Love, washed up Kevin Love shooting threes. Um, Gabe Vincent, who plays like Jordan against the Knicks, wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah. um, which is crazy hero had some moments here and there Bam didn't do much for the second straight game so um yeah tons of credit to uh the the knicks and especially those two wings
1: yeah i think jimmy butler is still arguing with the refs and josh Hart is still looking for the handshake from jimmy butler after the game He's still standing there, Matt Swift Garden right now, wondering is Jimmy Butler going to shake my hand after this game? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I agree. I thought that their defense was uh, the difference, those two guys in particular, guarding uh Jimmy Butler. And what a difference, just like a weak mix. I mean, remember this Nick team played the Heat last week, and remember how hapless they looked defensively, like they just couldn't guard these guys on any level. And now you come into this game and you saw the defense again from the beginning. They kind of set the tone even though they were down. It was like, look, if they just figure it out offensively, they'll win this game. And it was crazy because Julius got hurt, and I still felt like, I think they're still going to win this game because, like, they're guarding so well. And now we know, okay, if somebody gets hurt, Emmanuel quickly could go out there and be a star caliber guy in a game like this, and that's essentially what he did. He picked up his play. You mentioned Quentin Grimes and how he's been playing of late. You mentioned the rebound, too. I think it is also a really important thing because I think that's one of the things that I think. Part of that's because he guards a lot of the best players, so he's not around the ball as much, so he, a lot of times he's contesting shots, so he's not getting rebounds, but because him and Hart got to kind of switch off a couple of times, like, we've now seen the last few games that like, he's been able to make an impact on the class, which is actually one of his best attributes as a shooting guard. Like, he came into that draft class as one of the best rebounding guards in the draft, so Seeing him attack the glass the way he he has, I think maybe watching how hard attacks the glass kind of shows him. Hey, I can go out there and do that as well. He has the same capability. You know, the Knicks are already a strong uh, rebounding team. Anybody that can uh, make an extra effort on that helps. So Quentin Brown's attacking glass the way he has um, has been important. And you mentioned R.J. Barrett as well. He's Mister Resilient. Like again, I mean, he missed like seventy layups in the first half. Like I don't know what was going on, and you know, he he was attacking the mismatch that he was getting from Vincent. And for whatever reason, he just could not finish. But he stuck with it, hit some big shots, hit a big three in that fourth quarter as well. Um, and that's kind of what you expect from him. He he continues to kind of show that he can put things behind him and 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 still you know make an impact on the game. So Knicks get a big win here. Um, how confident are you at this point looking at the standings that the Knicks are are kind of locked into that five seed? I mean, I think we both agree that you know missing the playoffs seems almost impossible at this point regardless of if randall even sits i think but like now you know he now officially kind of in the rear view mirror now you have the nets right behind him do you think that the five seats pretty much locked at this point or do you feel like they still um have something to worry about here
0: yeah i still think they have a little more work to do um as we mentioned that's only two and a half back um and they have a really easy easy schedule down the stretch um the knicks don't have a you know a a, aren't uh certainly you know Playing a a murderer's row of games, um, but they you know the the, the next next game obviously as we mentioned is is in Cleveland, um, that, that's that's a you know Cleveland's still fighting for potentially you know to climb up into the three seed, um, so it's not like they're you know calling off the dogs anytime soon. Nets uh, have six games left on the schedule, five of them at home. Uh, they play the Hawks, then the Jazz. Timberwolves, then they're at their one road game is against Detroit, which is by far and away the worst team in the league this season. They close yes. up the season um, hosting Orlando and then the Sixers. Who knows if the Sixers will have anything to play for. Um, so is it impossible for the Nets to go 5-1, and 4-2 and two in that stretch? Not impossible. Um, so the Knicks still do have some work to do. Um, you'd like to see them you know, close it out sooner rather than later. Obviously, we have the issue with Randall now. Um, I'd be surprised if he was cleared to play Friday. Um, we'll talk about that, you know, further in depth in the in the next segment. Uh, yeah. But you know, it's it's still you know until it's actually said and done. We've seen the Knicks blow many late fourth quarter leads. This would be blowing a you know a lead of uh, that they that they don't want to do. Um, and again, Brunson being back is huge. He didn't play well last night, but, um, most importantly said after what he felt fine, didn't suffer any setbacks, which is obviously, um, immensely important. Um, they have, uh, you know, Obi Toppin's going to need to step up again. We'll talk about that, um, in a few minutes, yeah. but yeah, I think, you know, assuming the Knicks can go three and two, um, in their, in their final five games, even two and three should get the job done. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you lose the Cleveland and then you lose another game, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't want the Nets to be within a half game, a game and a half um with uh you know a couple games to play
1: yeah i agree i think two games probably gets it um it's important to note that the nets have tiebreaker over the next day they, they mm-hmm. won uh or uh, yeah they won or a tie it's 2-2 yeah. it's 2 2, it's two, two, two. two. It, it would come down to
0: uh division schedule and i believe they're both eight at uh, division rather and i believe they're both eight and eight in the division yeah um, nets are uh, seven sorry. Eight right now yeah, I think the Knicks are eight and eight, and the Nets are seven and eight. So may again right. come down to that Philly game. So if they win that game, they'd be tied in the division. Then it would get a both further tiebreakers. So that's yeah. kind of still in yeah. the
1: air, actually. Yeah, Knicks have conference record over the Nets, uh 29-19. Yes. But both these teams play teams in the conference. So it, you know, two-game lead there. So that's still up and up to play. So I I feel good that the Knicks will get to five. I don't know if it's a lock per se, but I feel good at this point. I think that like you said, the Nets will have to play. And to their credit, I think they, you know, they they started to show some life of late. Um, they have to play a little better than they played recently. And maybe, you know, having Ben Simmons essentially away from the team, maybe we'll also kind of lift their spirits and not have that as a cloud kind of hanging over the head about what's gonna happen to close the season in the playoffs. He's been shut down, so he's not now a factor for them. So maybe that actually helps the locker room, helps the team. I didn't think we'll get this five seed, but uh, yeah, they need to definitely find a way to get some of these games here down and, the stretch.
0: And, and just to, to uh, the Knicks' schedule at Cleveland Friday. Then they host the Wizards, definitely obviously a winnable game. Then their two of their final three games, three games are against the Pacers, very winnable games. Although it sounds like Halliburton will be back, um, but yeah. So they so at Cleveland, host Washington next Wednesday at Indiana next Friday at New Orleans. New Orleans probably still fighting for a play in playoff picture, but then they close the season at Indiana. So if nothing else, they should be able to win those two Indiana games, maybe throw in the Washington game. There's your three wins right there. But again, um, nothing's taken for granted. We know about yeah. the Knicks slim margin of error um, so they need to uh, you know they, they certainly can't uh, you know relax
1: completely yep Tangadon, uh on Knicks had the 19th of the toughest schedule left with 5 games remaining Nets had the 24th of the toughest schedule with 6 games remaining so uh, that's where things stand right there Knicks win this 1-1 one one on 1 92's